As always, I'm Maurice, and you're listening to Category Is. Hello, friends. Happy Pride. Welcome to another episode of the critically acclaimed, award-winning podcast, Category Is. How are y'all doing this week? I hope you're having a good week. I know there's a lot going on in the world, and... You know, sometimes you just need to pause for a moment, take a break, and kind of get away from from all the news. So, and that's what we're going to do this week. So I'm digging deep down into, <laughs> into the inbox and pulling out your listener questions that have kind of been sitting there um, for a while. So grab a cocktail. Let's get into what you're drinking for this week. And a couple weeks ago, or was it the last episode I mentioned that Bartesian had released a couple of new cocktails for the summer? time. So I had their raspberry ginger gimlet, which was actually pretty good. And this week I'm trying their jungle bird, which is like a pineapple rum cocktail. I guess kind of like a pineapple daguar, <laughs> pineapple daiquiri. So if you don't have a Bartesian, this is essentially the recipe. You take as much rum as you would like. Some Campari, which is that kind of bitter, it's like a bright reddish, pinkish um, liqueur. Pineapple juice, fresh lime juice, simple syrup, equal parts sugar and water, heat it up and let it cool back down. <laughs> and then garnish with a pineapple wedge and you can serve it, um, serve it with ice. It is a bit too sweet for me. Like, I don't know, um, maybe they got the formula a bit off but for me it was a little sweet so i did have to dilute mine with a <laughs> bit more rum and rum for me it's my bladder run i i don't know about y'all but it has that effect on me but it's good but again it's just a bit too sweet so get you a pineapple daguar and you'll be good to go it's pretty much the same the same thing drink responsibly if you are of legal age to do so so, like I said, not too much is going on this week. The two things I was most excited about for the week were the return of the Duke and Duchess of Sussex to the UK. They're going for the Queen's Platinum Jubilee, 70 years on the throne. So they're having like a bank holiday, long weekend situation to celebrate her. And this is going to be, you know, kind of the first time that uh, Meghan and Harry are officially back in the UK. And they're take, they took their two kids, um, Archie and Lily, and it's going to be Lily's first birthday on Saturday, uh, June, what is it, 4th? So they also might actually do her christening in the, the Church of England while they're there. So it'll be her first time meeting the Queen and like her British family as well. So that should be pretty cute. And then the second thing was the premiere of The Real Housewives of Dubai. <laughs> on Bravo. So I was excited about the show because I think um, Real Housewives just needed a kind of a refresh. And it's like their first, well, I wouldn't say it's their first international uh, Real Housewives. I think it's the first one they've actually focused on on Bravo. Like they have, you know, Real Housewives of Lagos. They had Real Housewives of Toronto. They had Melbourne. Um, you name it. Any kind of city across across the world. Globe is kind of franchised out, but it's not on Bravo. It's kind of just on their local um, channels in that country. But I've never been to Dubai. Um, but I think I was, you know, really interested to see the show because Caroline Stanberry, who is um, 
she was on Ladies of London. They had two seasons of that show on Bravo. It wasn't, it was basically a Real Housewives of London, but they didn't call it Real Housewives of London. They called it Ladies of London, you know, to kind of play into the aristocracy and nobility that they have over there, which it was cute. I really liked Ladies of London. I don't know why it only got two seasons, but no, um, Annabelle died and then, or was it Juliet? One of the ladies died, uh, and then the one lady moved back to Marissa. She moved back to California, and then Caroline moved to Dubai, and I can't remember what else. I think Juliet is, or is it Juliet? Yeah, Juliet is still there. She was like the annoying one. And Annabelle, the model, she died. I think I'm getting that right. I can't remember. It's been a few years. but. Anyway, love the show. So I was excited to see like the diversity. They were featuring um, Arabic women. The cast is very multicultural as well. They have, what, two Americans, three Americans, black women who moved um, over to Dubai for a while. They have a woman who's Emirati. They have a lady who's Lebanese. I believe she said she was Lebanese and then she moved to Texas and then married somebody from Dubai. So she moved back to Dubai. Caroline is British. And then they have um, one of the ladies. She's the former Miss Jamaica. She was on College Hill back on BET back in the day. But beautiful women. All the women are stunning. Is opulence beyond belief. And I think the production value of the show is also pretty, pretty high. Check it out on Bravo if you haven't seen it. It comes on Wednesday nights right after Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So if you got your cocktail ready, let's dig on down into the mailbag and get into the first question. So the first question comes from Kiki. Kiki, do you love me? Are you writing? So you'll never leave from beside me. That's a little Drake for y'all. But uh, Kiki says, congrats on the recent awards. I've been a listener since the beginning, so I feel like I won too. What were some of your favorite moments from the past year? Um, That's a hard question because I think the past year um, had a lot of good moments. I definitely enjoyed inviting all of the different um, <laughs> experts uh, to come on the show and talk about their different, um, their passions. Um, the travel episode was really a fave of mine because, you know, I love to travel. Um, so we had the two travel episodes um, with Up in the Air Life and Broke Ass Girl Travel. I had some of my friends on the show. So Centron was be, was on the show. We had a good conversation. Um, Marky was on the show. Uh, I would, and you know, I talk to him all the time. He's my Toronto bestie. Meeting um, Katura from Terracotta Hotties. That is like my new cousin, y'all. Like I, <laughs> we talk all the time. Um, she gives all the. I'd be blowing her up because you know I just got my. Um, my fiddle leaf fig. And so I'm asking her, sending her pictures all the time, like, what's happening? Um, it's been a month. It's not 10 feet tall yet. Like, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> so she's a cool person. Um, so I really enjoyed, you know, all the different collaborations and just being able to, you know, continue connecting with the people and bringing y'all fun and interesting content uh, every week. So I think those are you know, some of my favorite moments. It's hard It's hard to choose, you know, when you're so kind of connected to it because each episode is is like my baby. <laughs> and so I can't really say, you know, this one is a fave. And, you know, doing the show 
solo, it's always good to have someone else to kind of chat it up with, conversate with, if you will. Um, and I know y'all enjoy having the different people come on. You get to hear about their journeys, their um, passions, their expertise, and all these different topics. Um, so yeah, definitely going to keep that up. Look for some new interviews and and chats coming in the in the near near future. So the next question actually came up a few times um, in the email, and I kind of get it a lot. So. <laughs> They didn't put a name, but the question is, what does nasty mean? <laughs> you use it a lot. It's hard to tell if it's good or bad. And they're right. I do use nasty. It's usually it's usually a good term. So it's like, you know, the whole not bad meaning bad, but bad meaning good uh, kind of reference. So most of the time that I use nasty, it's in a positive context. So um, going back to, you know, like, a Met Gala or the any kind of like red carpet event, I say, or, you know, like Oscars, whatever. And I say, oh, she had an old nasty gown. That is a like a, that's a compliment. It means, you know, she looked really good <laughs> in her garments. She had on a very, you know, pleasant looking or just old nasty look. Like it, it looked good. So like, it's like the term sickening. Sickening is actually like good in the in the gay vernacular so it's not like well in the context of like the chloe and hallie girls um the one who is these the beyonce proteges the girls who they always um are very underdressed when they come out and so you know i say they nasty put some clothes on <laughs> it's, it's a destiny's child song so don't get mad at me but in that context, it's like negative connotation. So it's like, you look nasty, you know, not to police what women wear or anything like that, but it's just kind of a throwback to that, that Destiny's Child song. But yeah, overall, nasty is a good thing. So if someone goes, comes up to you and says, ooh, girl, you got an old nasty outfit, say thank you. Because <laughs> that means you look a good girl. So the next question is, I loved hearing about your foodie trip. What was your favorite and least favorite meal in my city? So I guess this person is from Toronto. They didn't leave their name. So again, it's hard to choose a favorite um, because I like trying all different kinds of, of foods. Uh, Trina does as well. So I think I would say, whew, yeah, that's a hard one. I'd be hard pressed <laughs> to... To say a favorite, like that burger was good. I keep telling y'all about that burger down at Burger Priest. Planta is always good. Barrena was good. We had old nasty. <laughs> uh, there I go, using nasty again. But it's a good context. Um, had old nasty tapas appetizer situation. Um, so I had, we had these Greek fries. We had this tons of feta cheese on it. Um, and then a halloumi, like taco. So it was basically, um, halloumi which is like a it's like a firmer cheese it's not a hard cheese but you can like grill it you can fry it um but it doesn't like melt and get like gooey it just gets like kind of crispy edges but had those um biblos was good mediterranean food had the jeweled rice um louis louis was good it was just hard to to pick like an ultimate favorite, but I would say my 
definitely a least favorite was the Chinese Jamaican fusion place we went to called Patois. Um, it was cute, but also we went like as soon as they opened up at like 12 o'clock. So I guess, you know, you know, some time to kind of get everything up and running and going. And it just like the chef wasn't even there. Like he walked in like towards the end of our meal. So we were like, hold up, who was back there cooking our food? But I would say it was an interesting concept. Just the maybe the execution of it just wasn't the best. So like maybe don't go when they first open up. Go, you know, once. Everything's all like preheated it. <laughs> and everybody's like warmed up and ready to go. But definitely want to go back. Definitely want to try a whole bunch of other restaurants that were on the list that were like kind of the on the B team kind of list. Um, so I think we did hit up all the A A list spots, but we did have like a secondary kind of list. So yeah, definitely want to hit that up in the future. Have another travel question from Monique in Dallas. I'm looking to travel more and I really enjoy when you talk about your trips. I've never been on an international trip, but my passport is ready. When is your next trip and what is the best travel tip you could give a newbie? So actually my next trip is coming up in a few weeks and we're doing kind of a Nordic Scandinavia kind of trip. It's, it's a, definitely a trip. Um, not a vacation. So it's, you know, going to be more city, city travel. So we're doing like kind of like an amazing race kind of trip because part of it, um, we're doing like one night in Copenhagen, we're doing two nights in Stockholm, and then we're going on a cruise, like a Baltic sea cruise. So pray for me, y'all, because you know how them cruise ships get with the health situation but i'm gonna be masked up and as far as away from people as i can but yeah you know cruises like you're in different cities for like eight nine ten hours so you gotta see as much as you can in a small amount of time so i've always wanted to go to scandinavia and the hubs you know kind of knew that and it's kind of like a birthday my birthday trip as well so I love getting passport stamps for my birthday, and he knows that. So he kind of made this trip happen. So looking, definitely looking forward to that. Um, I don't think, <laughs> I don't know, it's going to be hard for him to kind of keep up because I like to be on the go, like getting up super early and then getting out and about in the city and just going, going all day, like nonstop. So I've got like a kind of a tentative list of like all the restaurants and stuff I want to go to in the cities um, that we'll be in and you know just trying just going to try to maximize the experience I'm definitely looking forward to like the one day in Copenhagen and then the two days in Stockholm so the best travel tip that I could give I think you know if you're tra definitely if you're traveling um, internationally is to keep an open mind definitely about like local culture do some research as well um, before you go don't eat at McDonald's the whole time. Don't sit in the Airbnb or the hotel the whole time reading a book or watching Netflix. You know, get out, explore. You know, you're only there for a certain amount of time. And who knows when you're going to go back. So 
try the local foods, <laughs> try the local, the local people too. If you, I mean, hey, <laughs> if you're into that, I mean, YOLO, wrap it up. But um, <laughs> one thing I always like to try when I go to a different place, I, I like to try their potato chips because a lot of places have like these very interesting flavors of potato chips. So I was in, I love the all dressed chips in Canada. When I was in um, Russia, they have some really interesting flavors too. Um, but I don't think anybody going to Russia anytime soon. So the UK has very interesting flavors in potato chips. But yeah, that's one thing I like to do. The ultimate travel tip that I will give anybody is to always carry um, some hand sanitizer in your bag because, you know, especially now because, you know, with the whole thing going around. Um, but also, clever tip, if you ever run out of deodorant, or if you're feeling a bit musty because you've been running across the city all day, take some hand sanitizer and you can freshen up your underarms real quick. Hand sanitizer is, you know, basically concentrated alcohol. It'll kill, you know, the odor causing bacteria that's in your armpits. Um, it's just a temporary fix. Like it's not going to last you the whole, the whole day. So don't use it in lieu of deodorant, but you know, in case you just need a, quick pick me up because you're not going to get back to the room for a while you know just a quick swab of some hand sanitizer in your armpits and it works trust me it works and you know nowadays a lot of the hand sanitizers you know they're like scented they're like you know the bath and body works they're afraid you know they got their fragrances too so that'll help you out as well but that's a quick tip that I learned by accident one time because I was, I forget where I was, but I was just like, ooh, <laughs> I was right. And it was the summertime too. And I wasn't getting back to the hotel anytime soon. So I was just like, you know what? Let me see if this is going to work real quick. And I tried it and it worked. So do what you got to do sometimes. And the last question on the list for this week is Happy Pride. Are you going to any prides? this year and that's from tom um no <laughs> i'm not one because i'll be away um prides here in the u.s is always um well the big pride celebration is always the weekend of my birthday which is like the last weekend in june and so you know this year i'll be away the last pride i went to was in toronto pride uh, that was, I guess, 2019 and had a lot of fun. Did the girl on the corner segment, which was hilarious. Um, but yeah, that was the last pride I've been to. And I think this kind of leads into my annual, I say what I said about pride is that it's been, it's so corporate now that it's just not enjoyable and it just doesn't seem, uh, sincere. The first Pride I went to was in New York, which is like the mecca of uh, Pride parades. And so, you know, it's probably the biggest one. Um, and people come from all over to come to New York Pride. So it was scorching, blazing hot that weekend. And it was like super humid as well. Um, but I only saw like maybe 30 minutes of the parade because... It just started pouring down rain. Like it was started storming so badly. I thought I saw Noah's Ark floating down the parade route. <laughs> not, not the TV show Noah's Ark, but um, 
so we just kind of ducked into like a bar and then just drank for the rest of the afternoon but but that was fun um yeah pride i probably won't be going uh anytime soon well definitely not this year maybe next year we'll see so quick tens 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 across the board this week i heard rihanna had her baby so tens for you rihanna um and then biggest tens this week is to again her majesty the queen queen elizabeth ii celebrating her platinum jubilee 70 years on the throne at this point which is a major accomplishment she's currently the third longest reigning monarch in world history and you know lord willing in a I think a week or so uh she will become the second longest reigning monarch she's obviously you know the longest reigning female monarch um in world history but in order to become the longest reigning monarch in history, she'll need to surpass King Louis the Fourteenth. Um, he reigned for seventy-two years, um, and well, we just gonna celebrate today because <laughs> tomorrow is not promised. So, tens across the board, Queen. That's all I got for y'all this week. Stay safe, stay healthy, enjoy this beautiful weather, and I'll see you in the next one. for joining me for another week i really hope you enjoyed this week's episode if you did please be sure to like rate and review the show wherever you're listening to category is right now category is podcast is recorded in philadelphia the show is hosted edited mixed and produced by me maurice smith 